Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself, the best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Jack. Rob Schneider, how's it going, man? How's it going, Jack? Where are you, handsome man? Where are you? I am in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. I'm your neighbor. Really? Are you here? I just moved. Well, I'm, I'm in I'm in Tennessee right now. I'm in Nashville. Oh, so my brother lives in Nashville. Come on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm in playing at the Zanies for like we have 15 shows here we're doing. Oh, that's sweet. So a lot of I, I know a lot of stuff is opening up down there now. Any, any well, you're in a Republican state. I'm your neighbor and thank God I moved out of California. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> the problem is a lot of assholes like me, Jack, are moving there too and they're voting the same. So oh, let that you. be a lesson. Well, thanks so much for doing this. I know we don't have a lot of time, so I kind of wanted to pick your brain about uh, one question. Yeah. What? Um, you know, Bench Warmers, probably one of my favorite comedy movies of all time. Big baseball oh, thank you. fan. You guys, you know, you get to whack a bunch of mailboxes for the Hall of Famer and Red Jackson, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, just overall, that's got to be one of the coolest things ever because you get to whack a bunch of mailboxes with a Hall of Famer, some of your best friends, and you know, Spade and and, and John Heater, like. How was that experience for you guys, and how was it for him? Was he very open to doing it right away? Oh, yeah. You know, I always thought, you know, here's the thing, Jack. I always thought to myself, how are we going to get Reggie Jackson? Yeah. He's a Hall of Fame. Like, these guys are dying to be in movies. They don't get offered movies. They get typecast. You know, I get typecast as a comedian. He gets typecast as only a baseball, you know, as, as Mr. October. So when he's offered and paid to go out, and we took him out to dinner and everything, he um, he loved it. He was so happy. We couldn't get rid of him. He said, what are we doing tomorrow? I said, that's it. That's all we got. But he was able to tell stories. And he told me, so the cool thing about it, Jack, was like, uh, he was able to say to like, you know, Mr. Steinbrenner, uh, you don't get, he said, you don't get paid for the season. You get paid for those 17 games in October. Yeah. All the way through the World Series. And either the World So I said, you're either, like, you get paid for those 17 days in October games, and that's it. You're either the World Series champions or you're a loser, and that's it. So you have to deliver in the clutch. So it was just cool to be around somebody like that who really did deliver in the clutch. And he looked like he could still play. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, he has, like, that self-discipline factor. Were you guys actually just in a random neighborhood just whacking a bunch of well, the thing is, we put up our own mailbox because if you hit something metal, you're going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to really mess yourself up. But when they put the nice balsa wood together and a little, you know, a little stick that you know, it was fun. I mean, like, literally, uh, it was hard because I was like, I was 40 at the time or 40, I was 40 years old. So 40, you're, you're healing and recovery time is a lot. You know, that's why baseball players, you know, at 40, it's over. It's over unless you're Tom Brady for some reason. Oh, yeah. So it was the recovery. That was the hardest part was because um, I would pitch, and then you take a couple of days to recover. But I had this uh, Chinese doctor that was Shaquille O'Neal's doctor, Dr. Shen. And I tore my shoulder because the, the director maybe pitched two days in a row without, you know, the three days rest minimum. Yeah? 
And uh, what it does is he just pokes your back and get and then bleeds you like a stuck pig. Oh. And then, uh, but then that the healing comes in. So that's it. That's why like Shaq worked with him. Shaquille O'Neal was the guy that got hit in the stomach every game like 50 times, and he never told anybody that, that was his weakness, but that was. And so he would need to literally get bled on his stomach to get so the bruises would heal faster so he could play again. Oh and uh, one time Kobe Bryant twisted his ankle and he said, he's not going to be able to play in two days. He went and saw Shen. Shen bled his, his ankle, and then he did play and scored 32 points, and then they won the, uh, the championship. That's nuts. I've never heard that story. Yeah, it's, 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 it's acupuncture, but it's acu... It's acu with, with cupping and extraction. But I'm just telling you, like, I hurt myself on the animal, and they think, oh, the movie's over. But that's when they got Shaq's doctor, and he worked on me from, like, midnight till 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's just, I had an old injury. So those old injuries, it's good, because Western medicine doesn't know how to deal with, like, a tissue injury like that. If you, and you can't do surgery, or you're screwed forever. But did you play baseball? I did in high school. And then that's I, fun. I, I could never grow, so I was like, all right, in college I'm going to become a broadcaster, and that's what I'm setting out to do now. I'm well, broadcasting, good. I'm acting, I have a film minor, I'm screenwriting, uh, maybe trying to dabble into what you do, maybe not at the high level that you do it. but <clears throat> No, don't, don't limit yourself. Just whatever the thing is that you're most excited about, focus on that. Keep an open mind to it, because the key to it is like you have so many hours in the day. Put it towards that, and the thing that's most exciting to you. You know, but broadcasting, you, you got to start that young while you're now, you know. Just, uh, I, I would say just like, for me, just, just clean yourself up. You can shave your handsome guy, clean everything up, shorten, and just get out there and, and uh, start putting yourself in that position to do broadcasting. And just shoot your stuff yourself. That's oh, yeah. the key now. You know, you can actually shoot stuff, edit it, and put it out there yourself and get that going. And then show it to a local news, news channel and see if you can get on there. Because, okay. you know, those guys, they're dying to get people because they don't pay worth shit. But what you need right now is experience, you know, not the money, just to get out there and do it. Okay. So do the thing. That, and screenwriting is great. I would just say, if you like a movie, find the movie that you like. Go online and get the script for nothing. They'll, they'll give it to you over it's five bucks. Then read it and learn the structure of the script that you like. And then read it and read it until it doesn't become, you're not excited by it anymore. You're just seeing how they put it together. And then that will be, uh, you can open up and then figure out what to do there, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you, like in your experience, when, you know, first starting out, because I know you were a writer with SNL starting out, when you yeah. were writing some of your first screenplays and feature films, do you look back at any and like, oh, my God, that was, like, abysmal? Like, I'm sure, like, everybody oh, has yeah. stories. But, like, were there any specific ones that you look back on and be like, man, that was really embarrassing? Not in a funny way, but that was really Well, like, there's some scenes in Deuce Piccolo, too, I wish I wouldn't have done. You know, there's yeah. some scenes, like... <laughs> Me wearing a diaper isn't exactly a most macho thing. But the, um, yeah, you just have to, it's experiment. And the thing is, once you're in, emotionally connected, in other words, oh, oh, I love that. Like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Then, then you're onto something. When you're looking for it, oh, maybe this would be a good idea. Maybe that would be. Then it's intellectual and it's not felt from an emotional place. So you have to trust not to work it too much. You have to do after you have that inspiration. Then it takes the perspiration to do the, the work. But it's got to come from, oh, yeah, we can do this. But if, you, if you're not sure, you'll know when it's the idea that you have to follow through. Then you have to just keep following through. But, yeah, but, you know, failure is an important part. I mean, most of the time when I first performed, it was bombing. And I remember getting off stage, and this is true, Jack. I felt like my, I bombed so badly. Uh, one night, I felt like my ears were melting off my face from humiliation. 
And I said, I want to remember this so that I can remember to not let this get to me like this. And I said, I'm going to go to my belt. The audience can get to me there, but no lower. Yeah. Because the important stuff's under there. I'm not going to let it get me. And then you just have to just focus in on um, the thing that you love, and then it'll come, and it'll come from work. And then, boom, it's going to come. But the thing about it is to not worry about the result too much. I tell young people this, too. Don't worry about what it can get you. Stay in the excitement of it. And then that's going to get everything you've ever imagined. Just stay in the excitement of it. Too many people focus on what it can get me money right now and this and that. And so, you know, I would rather, I did shit jobs, 12 shit jobs that I didn't care about. And I got fired from, that's why I had 12. I got fired because I didn't care about them. And I, can't, I have to say, I was a shitty employee, but I was painting houses, selling shoes. I was a busboy. I was like, fuck this. And they said, you're fired. I was like, fuck you. I'm just here just to make a few bucks. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't sign up to be a fucking busboy, you know? Right. I'm just, and I was a dishwasher, which was the best job because no one was bugging me. But then at night, I was able to go out and, and go to, and then wait in line until I could do stand-up. And then I, would, I said, I'm going to get great at this. And then I would look at all these other comedians, and i go, well, how am I going to get How am I going to make it? And these other people aren't. I mean, what's, what's going to be the difference? I said, well, I'm going to work harder. So I would write and, make, uh, and sit and have a cup, pot of coffee, and then just start writing jokes. And still to this day, this is all this stuff right here. This is all a pad of, of stuff, and it's all filled. Yeah. So I used, it still worked, but I do love it, you know? And so stay in the passion of it, Jack, and then, uh, you know, it's going to be good for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, passion is the foundation, you know? Like, as you know, it's all about self-discipline in that factor. Like, never taking no for an answer, never really letting others outside, you know, negativity take you down in a sense. It's true. Um, you yeah. Avoid the negative people. But, and also, you say yes to stuff. Every time you say yes, it's an opportunity, oh, yeah. you know? It could be like, I mean, I said yes to do a movie. It wasn't that good. It was called uh, American, uh, I forget what it was. But, like, I took a chance, and that one didn't work. But, like, you take chances, and then stuff will, will open for you. And uh, but the more you do your own stuff, then you're in control. When you're not in control is when you're waiting for somebody else to hire you. Start doing your own stuff. Start writing. Get your friends. Get anybody you can to want to do it together with you, with what you want to do. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. We're doing a movie. By the way, we're doing a new movie in Arizona. It's called Daddy-Daughter Trip. Find out where it's, where they're going to start crewing up soon. Get over there and see if you can get on it. That'd All be right? awesome. Yeah. Find out Daddy-Daughter Trip. Look it up. Do your work. And then, and then find it. Daddy-Daughter Trip. Shannon Gardner is the, is the producer. Okay? Oh, interesting. In, in Scottsdale. Okay, buddy. Let me grab these other people. I wish you the best, Jack. I hope to see you again sometime. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time right. to do that. And thanks so much for the uh, words of encouragement, too, man. All the best. You can do it, Jack. <laughs> All thanks, night brother. long. <laughs> see you, Thank buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.